one side of the cookie is white, and the other side <laughs> is black. If you could only see uh, the document we have in front of us today, I think that we're casually preparing. See, it was all professional and nice looking. Uh, by the way, it's Game of Bones. You're here. But now it's since been bastardized by cookies and other things that we've just posted pictures of inside of our episode let's, doc. So we don't know what that, you're going to have today. This really sets the tone for today's episode, putting a big giant old cookie right where the show notes used to yeah. be. Mike, I feel like you do need to explain. Otherwise, it's like, why the hell do they have a cookie? And why are they telling us about it? Just like start the show after the cookie conversation, please. It's the holiday season, first of all. There you go. And right. uh, what better way to tip off the holiday season than to have cookies when we record. I think that that's only natural. Uh, oh, but gosh. the real story behind it uh, <laughs> is that uh, the voice happens to be on TV right now, and I yeah. turned it on, and uh, <laughs> I saw CeeLo Green performing, <laughs> and I said to uh, both Eric and Zach, he looks like a black and white cookie. I did. That's that has nothing to do with the color of his skin. It had everything to do with what he was yeah. wearing yeah. during his performance. Legit, people. We'll include an image and in the show notes. Yeah. Of course, it's, it's absolutely. Uh, we have to. We yeah. have to. Yeah. I had to send a picture because that's what was requested of me. And when I sent this picture, Eric still had never seen a black and white cookie. Uh, so I found a picture of it and I pasted it right into our document, which we're now looking at. As we record the show. Yeah. And I have to say, Micah, thank you for filling me in on this. Uh, it looks like a yin yang, I think, but I've never, that I can recall, walked by the store or the bakery or anything like this and seen this kind of cookie. You know, I grew up like two hours from you, but it just show, it goes to show how culturally different New York City and Berks County, Pennsylvania. I are. think you could probably go to any Chicago bakery and find this cookie. You know, I will actually yeah, look, Mike. In fact, I will take this photo that is in this document and I will print it out and I will go around and I will video myself going around saying, <laughs> I want you do you have that. this cookie? You will not. You're lying. That's like <laughs> no, the Halloween challenge over again. Don't challenge it. I'm going to go find costumes. Well, you know that challenges are taken very seriously on this show. And, uh, Mikey, you happened just at the very tail end of Monday's episode, you happened to come up with a very cool, very uh, seasonal themed challenge for our listeners. I did. I wanted them to send us what they thought the different characters in A Clash of Kings would be thankful for, given that Thanksgiving is just a day away. And uh, we got some uh, some great feedback. And I think we're going to open it up a little bit, not just A Clash of Kings, but we'll, we'll extend it out to any character that uh, we've encountered so far in this series but first zach is back zach welcome back i am back uh just want to go ahead and say this i've been having a, a half hour conversation with my friends here mike and eric we've been hanging out we've been shooting the shit as some people do it we've been talking about cookies which guys i think it's called a tuxedo cookie now that i think about it Ooh. yeah i just it doesn't isn't it like the black and white someone correct me but oh, I feel then like... i'm gonna just gonna start singing suit and tie yeah okay <laughs> As long as I got my... I, I was singing that... What was I saying? I, I completely forget. You guys were singing CeeLo Green before the show. Yeah, Well, that's I don't true. know why we're watching The Voice before recording Game of Owns. You wouldn't think that they would... They would... Mike is just getting in the mood, all right? Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> He's like, I need my Adam Levine fix. Yeah, man. I was watching uh, some Syracuse basketball before this, and I was flipping right. through the channels. No TV. I, can I just give a quick <laughs> shout out um, to everybody listening? My alma mater, Mizzou, just kicking all the asses in football. All right. I just want to say that. 
You said something about Syracuse, so I'm going to fit that in. Okay? You're thankful for you. You boys yes. are both thankful for your alma maters. I am, and also Micah. I don't know. Last week, I don't know if you saw this, but my two favorite teams tied against each other. And how much better that. could that get? You know what I mean? That's just perfect because that rarely ever happens in the NFL. So very cool. Wow. I'm just happy in general to be back. I was telling the guys I miss it. It's we've been doing Game of Owns for so long now. I think we're on episode 172. Yeah. And missing episodes. I've been away filming. I've been in Las Vegas filming. And uh, I have a cold. I'm kind of sickly, so I probably sound like I'm inside of a turtle shell. Just yelling and it's really hollow. But um, Turtle, turtle. Yeah, exactly what he said. I thought it'd be good to come on uh, again as soon as possible, as soon as humanly possible. And we wanted to bring you an episode this week that was thematic in a way. We're not going to talk about a new chapter. Uh, we're not going to talk about much new news. What we really want to talk about is uh, these characters and the story. And also some of you guys and your thoughts on things, because uh, it is a day away from Thanksgiving. And I know some of you that are international listeners may not celebrate alongside of us. But let's be honest here. There's about two Americans in the entire country that actually understand what giving of thanks is about when it comes down to the historical elements of the uh, entire situation. Right. So in general, it's just an excuse to have fun with your friends and family. And here at Game of Owns, we consider you all to be our friends and family. So please enjoy Thanksgiving with us. But, you know, one thing that. All listeners can participate in is the voting on winnerscoming.net. Wicknet Awards. Wicknet Awards. Smooth. What what is the category now that we are up to on winnerscoming.net? We're at best actor. Best Not actress. Actor. Ooh. Yeah, best actor. All right. And I'm going to start at the top. I'm going to read these and we're going to save our thoughts until after the matter. We're going to just throw in some oohs and ahs. All right. Now okay, I'm going to say okay. this first one Eric Holder P. If you can, <laughs> Charles Dance as Tywin Lannister. Oh shit! Somebody get the mop. Yeah, I need, could not hold all of my pee. Cuidado! We're gonna need the the caution wet floor. Cuidado! Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure you say it a different way. Um, Peter Dinklage as Tyrion Lannister. Two hmm. Lannisters. Hmm. Kit Harrington as Jon Snow. Yeah. Hmm. It's not my snow. You've meant to climb the wall. Of course, Nikolai Costa-Waldo as Jamie Lannister. And Richard Madden as Rob Stark. The late Robert Stark. I just want to call him Robert for some reason. Oh, the late Robert Stark. He makes it sound like he missed an appointment, but I know that... He's no, he was on his... time, okay? He was never too <laughs> he late. He was on time. Shut your dirty whore mouth, Eric. He's never late. <laughs> All right, he's early. So, so guys, by now you should be familiar with the Wicknet Awards, um, and you can actually go and vote on who you think the best actor was of season three of the television series and the announcements of all of these winners uh-huh. for all of these categories is coming soon, and you'll find more information about the Wicknet Awards and – the announcement ceremonies uh, on winterscoming.net. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We'll just say that, all right? So what do we all think? I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Eric? You're going to pick Nikolai Koster-Waldar, aren't you? I what, am. What? How did you know? I think he is – I mean, he lost a hand in this season. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I wasn't all about the um, hot tub uh, time machine. story reveal <laughs> kind of – it was kind of a time machine sequence and – the hot tub. He, he did fine, but it's just kind of, I, I don't know, this is a little awkward. Um, but, uh, I love that guy. And, uh, I think that, uh, he in particular just such a badass. The book show him as such a badass. We're reading a scene, uh, you know, coming up on, on the show. 
where Jamie and Catelyn are talking and he's just such a badass. And as I was reading that earlier, uh, for recording later, I just realized that really Nikolai does a really good job of bringing that swagger, uh, onto the show. I, I, you know, as, as other, everybody else does too, but in particular, uh, Nikolai, I, I think he really, it clicks. Um, for me, his character. I know we kind of like we're we're making jokes and stuff, and this is funny and haha. But I I was just getting kind of serious and sentimental when you were saying that just now, and I'm thinking how great of a performance these guys actually did. I'm thinking think of Charles Dance as Tywin Lannister for a second, mm-hmm. and think about just when he was sitting across and writing letters and kind of halfway ignoring Tyrion this past season. <laughs> just just the stern, commanding presence he brings to screen, and you think about it like I'm just thinking about how it would feel to be on the technical side of the table and to have a performance like Charles dances on the other side of the camera. And what it must like, how gratifying it must be to see that kind of performance get thrown down and know that the second you go to the edit bay that like, yeah, this is going to carry itself. Like we're not going to have to creatively go around things. Like yeah. we're, we need to have as much of this as possible. Well, you know, these awards really uh, highlight just the fact that the show has everything going for it. Uh, at you know, I I really think that they've got a strong team both behind and in front of the camera, and any of these uh, performances are award worthy. I'd have to agree with uh, Eric's choice. He just stands out among the other four that are listed here, and uh, Charles Dance probably would have been my pick for season two. Uh, maybe uh, Peter Dinklage would have been a close second, if not in first place uh, for season two as well. I just didn't think he had as much screen time. And uh, one person I'm kind of surprised is not on this list is Theon Greyjoy. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I should say uh, Alfie Allen. Alfie Allen. Would you pick him over Nikolai? No. No, I I, I wouldn't. But I'm surprised given the scenes with good old Reek. And Reek could yeah. certainly be another uh, character that uh, yeah. made his way onto this list. I'm going to have to go with Peter Dinklage, though. I think his performance at the wedding was outstanding. It stood out to me still at this Like I, I think about it now, and I think about how m- much I was just like, ooh. That was like you had to have been drunk, man, when you filmed this because you're way <laughs> too good at that. <laughs> yeah, Peter Dinklage totally and consistently lays down um, the performance of anybody else's career pipe, uh, and he continually does it. Yes, I I agree, and uh, that's why he is continuously nominated, uh, year in and year out, uh, on um his role uh, for it's Tyrion. True. Yeah, it's hard to uh to go the route, the sentimental route with Rob Stark, just because, again, I didn't feel as if he got a whole lot of screen time. Uh, up until maybe towards towards the end of the season. Well, that's what I was saying. I mean, you look at this list, and it's, and it's no dog on uh, Kit or Richard Madden, but it's just damn. Like there was some stacked stacked performances these past few seasons with these male actors. Like they they've really really kicked some ass. You know, Jorah's not even on here either, and and uh, Jorah destroyed it last season. I thought like yeah. he's great. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm looking at the comments here on Wick, and I'm just kind of scrolling through, and I'm seeing that. We've got a lot of NCWs for Nikolai Costa-Walder. We've got a lot of Charles Dance. And we've got a hopefully kit, but I think mainly people are saying Nikolai and, and Charles Dance. Yeah, 
what it looks like. We've got 151 comments so far in this, so wow. I think everyone's got an opinion on the matter. But uh, yeah, you really can't go wrong. That's what's great about these awards. We've said it before, but it, we never lose. You know, us <laughs> on Game of Owns never like we're we're happy. Like I can't wait to see who wins because it'll be interesting to see how everyone voted. But uh, you know, I think in general, uh, if the comments are any litmus, I'm scrolling pretty quickly. It looks like Nikolai might get it. I see some drunk Tyrians though, so you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you see some drunk Tyrians. I see yes. some drunk Tyrians. Drunk Tyrian. Then you'll have to fuck your wife with a wooden cock. That's yeah. what he says at one point. So there it was so funny. Yeah. Oh, I'm thankful for all of the male actors that are on Game of Thrones. I Just see that transition, Eric. Keeping it real. <laughs> and I raise you. I'm so thankful for your transitioning skills. Oh, there you Meta. go. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached that point now where we are collecting or we have collected your thanks. Um, and specifically what you think the characters in Game of Thrones would be thankful for. Yeah, we thought it would be a cute idea. And by cute, I mean interesting. So get out your cranberry sauce and pull and put on your oven mitts. You mean get out your can opener. <laughs> get, get out your can opener. Open. Yeah. Who makes cranberry sauce the normal, the old Open way? your cranberry sauce. Open your cranberry sauce. Um, get some stuffing. And uh, put on your oven mitts. The turkey is fresh and hot. Here are thanks uh, from Game of Thrones <laughs> characters submitted by you. First, we go to Facebook. First one comes from Maria Pollock, uh, who says, At this point in the books, I am not sure any of the characters are feeling thankful for much. Maybe Sansa is thankful for her fool that is giving her hope. And she also said, I'm thankful that Selena will be back this week. <laughs> not that you boys Joke's are not, on you. Jokes on you. Not that you boys are not amazingly entertaining, but I have missed her on this and other shows lately. Yes. So Selena did grace us with her presence on Monday's episode and Maria is thankful for that. It's good to have some thanks to the community. I, uh, don't want to thank Aaron Luna for this next comment on Facebook. He says, Rob Stark is thankful to the Lannisters because now he can be with Ned, dot, dot, dot. Is it too soon for these kinds of jokes? Yes! It's always too soon. You know, Ned Stark is still being mentioned in the books, uh, and so I think it's probably too soon. Okay. You know what, Aaron, Aaron? That's fine. Keep listening. We appreciate your humor. I see your joke there. Well, we'll let it go this time. I just It's too soon. Come on, guys. Can we not joke about Rob? You know what I mean? Like, Halloween just happened. I had to see a whole new... Selection and of I Rob told Wynn you that costumes. there was going to be those costumes. Nobody, I know, but me. I didn't believe you. Okay, that was my that was my bad. I assumed that more people had a heart out there, but clearly, clearly, I was wrong. Clearly, I was yep. wrong. We did hear again from our good friend Leslie Dingledine, and uh, by the way, Leslie, we hope that uh, your marriage is still going well, and uh, perhaps your husband now listens to the show. I know that was something uh, that uh, you were trying to do, but it was a work in progress. So yeah, uh, and just in case he doesn't, Micah, let's say hi to him right now. So when she's listening, she's like, you got to come in here and listen. They just said hi to you. And he's like, OK. And he comes in, he listens and he says, <laughs> OK, well, they are very nice. All they right. said hi to me. Hello, Mr. Dingledine. Congrats, man. You you landed a great girl. She uh, has great taste in entertainment choices. So uh, I'm doing the OK sign in thin, in thin air. I'm holding it up right now. And you have a really cool last name, by the way. Yeah, I get that all the time, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie goes on to say, I think in our current readings, I bet that our dear friend Sam is about to be thankful that John gave him that dragon glass. Oh. Winter is coming. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, or gollum, gollum, if that's what you're into. Gollum, gollum. That is gollum, what I'm into. Gollum. Uh-oh, Eric's transforming a over there. Eric. 
Would you like a Luden's cherry candy? I mean, cough drop. Excuse me. I got it mixed up. For yes, a second please. There. Would you like the whole box? Because I sure would. I'll buy my own. I'll get two. I'll get two. We got Sneha. <laughs> we yeah, do. we do. We got yeah, a we comment. Do. No. We, we got a comment from Sneha. Uh, Sansa is thankful for being a Stark and yet somehow managing to stay alive. Yeah. I can out with I'll play out last, right, guys? Right. Survivor King's Landing. Sur- <laughs> oh, I was just talking about Richard Hatch earlier today with some people, and uh, now I can just see that. Could you imagine Survivor King's Landing, like the reality show spoof? That would be excellent. Robert's like one of the first guys voted off. He's like the most popular <laughs> or whatever, and they're like, get him out of here. He's going to win all the competitions and eat all the, the rice, damn it. That's right. <laughs> and our final... Uh, what are the characters thankful for on Facebook comes from Meredith Vandermilt, who says, Oh, yeah. And Tyrion is thankful his manhood was never fed to the goats. Not yet, Meredith. It's Not true. Yeah, there's still time. You never know. I think right about now, uh, Tyrion is thankful for some wildfire. Yeah, he's getting there, right? Yeah. We'll take, we'll take a look at some of the characters that we've been reading after we get through the thanks that you all sent over to us via Twitter. Yeah, I'm looking at some Tweety Birds here. We got one from Kendra Griffey. I wanted to call her King Griffey for a second there. I just read it too fast. (laughs) Home Run Derby on old MLB games. Jon Snow will be thankful for knowing something. (laughs) I see what you did there. Little trick of the words. What is that Uh something that he knows? Don't ask because you'll get the answer, Eric, and then we'll be sullied. (laughs) All right? No detergent washes off a sully, all right? Okay. Kendra also wrote another one in. She says, Sansa is thankful she replaced Lady with a bird dog. What is this bird dog thing? She's talking about the hound, dude. She replaced Lady with a bird dog? She calls her little bird, and he's the dog. Uh, okay. Eric doesn't like your joke, Kendra, but no, I love no, no, it. No, 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 it's fine. It's the <laughs> bird dog, though. I was thinking of a really malformed creature, which may appear in one of the Stark's <laughs> dreams. Oh, God. Or like wow. in the Book of Revelations. Yes. <laughs> Breathing yes, fire precisely. on all the sinners. <laughs> she did throw in the hashtag, sing for me, little bird. Yes, yeah. that did help me in my initial yeah. breaking down of what that was. Um, but, uh, hey, I'm thankful for every thanks that's sent in, including Kendra's. We did also hear from someone with a really cool Twitter handle, I think anyway. Yeah, I agree. Geek Furious. And, Geek uh, Furious! They tweeted Eric? in. To say Stannis is most thankful for the Lord of Light for making such a hot baby mama for his smoke monster son assassin. Oh, God. That sound you just heard was me putting the smoke monster sound in because I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I can't make it with my mouth. I just put it in this show. Of course, Randy Getz uh, kind of took our question and turned it on its head. Um, we asked, what do you think the Game of Thrones uh, characters are thankful for? And Randy said, how about still being alive? Yeah. yeah I think everybody in that world should be thankful for that, if nothing That's else. That's a good point. Indeed, indeed. We got an obscure one or an interesting one, very interesting one, from Ash T, who said, Tyrion is thankful for Shay and Cersei's cheekbones. I think I would agree with that. Definitely <laughs> thankful for Shay's. Is it because he notices them all the time? Is that the joke? I think that's the joke. Yeah. Well, he, he he's a gentleman, okay? He's complimenting the lady on her finer features, you know? Yes. Yes, like cheekbones. Right. Yeah, he's not saying, like, those hips look like great childbearing hips. He's saying, you know, your cheekbones are very well structured, sister. Thank you for being my sister. <laughs> Thank you for, being, for, for bringing honor to our family with your nice cheekbones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, agreed. Um, Ash actually sent in two other thanks. Uh, first, Theon is thankful for his manhood. 
Well, he has it, I'm sure. Yes. Oh, that's rough. And Cat is thankful for, hmm, the dire wolves. She is now after the rescue from the uh, knifed assassin. That's true. That is very, very true indeed. She hated him at first. It just goes to show, guys, right? Ash T hit the nail on the head. Don't judge a wolf by his cover, okay? He may help you later in the heat of the exactly, night. Exactly, exactly. She she may not have many kids left at this part in the book, but uh, the, the wolves seem it's to true. still very much be very out there sad. somewhere. We did skip over one here, but I think it ties nicely into our next segment. So uh, I'm going to read what Ryan Shepard at Irv Hodgenstone on Twitter sent in. He says, <laughs> I think you know what Hodor is thankful for. Oh, oh, yeah. That's, that's a leading question or leading yeah. rhetorical statement. Ryan Shepard, is that window, sir? Oh, yeah. He's thankful for his, his bountiful life as, I don't know, as Hodor. Hodor. He's thankful for his new birthday, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, yeah, something happened this week, which we wanted to bring to light in addition to uh, the various thanks uh, that we got on here, which is that it was actor Christian Nairn's birthday. Yeah, our favorite lovable Hodor of the show um, that you so love to watch and listen to sometimes um, celebrated a birthday. And we thought, what better way to celebrate Christian's birthday than to make fun of a certain scene that people just can't stop talking about, right? It's true. So we we, we put out on the webs a challenge of sorts. And a handful of you guys replied a little last minute. And it says, fill in the blank. Happy birthday to at Christian Nairn and his unusually large blank. And we put heart. What did they put? <laughs> Ryan McAllister, first to respond, said, Happy birthday to Christian Nairn and his unusually large vocab. Oh. <laughs> uh, so funny. Ha, 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 ha. Of course, after this radiator stunt. Of course, Josh uh, got straight to the point that we were probably all thinking and said, Penis. I knew at least one person would just be like, you know, all right, let's just get this out. Uh, our third way. reply is from Ash T, uh, who said uh, ho that Christian Aaron, uh, happy birthday to him and his unusually large. And then Ash said, my amazeballs pen. And there's a picture of a pen. Oh, it's a winter is coming or it's a Game of Thrones themed pen that says twin cest is wincest. Oh, I see what you did there. Maybe that's what she's thankful for. <laughs> Maybe she's thankful for the uh, beautiful Joffrey Baratheon and his, and his golden hair. Mm -hmm. Now, Pam, I have to. We have to salute. We have to take a moment to salute uh, on Twitter. Serious for serious, uh, or at serious for serious, Pam here, who correctly used the asterisks. Um, fill in the blank. Happy birthday to Christian Aaron and his very large prosthetic. Oh, okay. Is, is I wonder in, if he got to keep that. We need to find out. Uh, I think that would be one of the things that you would naturally just want to take with you from the set. Yeah, like, listen, this is a part of me now. You're not getting it back. <laughs> or just, you know, wear it out the studio door one day and see if anybody looks at you funny or tries to stop you. And then you're like, come at me, bro. Come and take it off me. <laughs> Miss Lane writes in. She says... Hodor. She fills in the blank with the word Hodor. Come on, it was right there. It That's was. true. It was, I mean, I fact. feel like it was. It was it really right there. was. It was definitely. I'd ask of tweets in and says, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. She could have just stopped right there. Uh, <laughs> and just go with, quote, dot, 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 unusually large prosthetic Willie. 
<laughs> hashtag I went there. I didn't think we'd ever say the word Willie on this show, but you know, you got to be like over 170 episodes before it's okay. But now <laughs> it's like, you know, Willie this, Willie that. Willie, Willie, nilly. Brian Blofstein writes in to say his unusually large Hodor. Happy birthday. <laughs> Ooh. We got some favorites in. Deanna writes in and says his unusually large vocabulary again. Ha ha. He says lots of funny words. Actually, he just says the word Hodor. Everyone is so funny. Ha uh, ha ha. Maria Lovegood uh, probably went a little literal and said hands. Yeah, his hands are big. That's accurate. I'd say so. You know what they say about someone with big hands, Eric? Uh, Big gloves. And nope. They say they have big vocabularies. That's what <laughs> Moha said, at least, on Twitter. And Ash T rounds out our submissions for wishing Christian Nairn and his unusually large personality a happy birthday. Look at that. Personality. That works. I think that was probably the best one. That's the best he, one. Yeah. He yeah. is yeah. such a nice guy. He's got a huge personality. Just a big personality. Big old. So crushing. <laughs> not so crushing. Uh, what's the word? I can't believe we're still doing this. Oh, it's, yeah. I was reaching for it. I didn't quite get yeah. there. But, I was uh, reaching for his personality, but I couldn't reach, ladies and gentlemen. Really an elephant-sized personality. Yeah. Yes. Just this, an elephant never forgets his own personality, guys. He, he never would. Can I tell you guys something I'm thankful for now that we're done talking about innuendos and stuff? Yeah. I'm thankful for this large, large cup of take the black stout I'm sipping on this whole time. Ooh, on recording. you picked it right? up then. You finally got it. No, dude. When I went and filmed this uh, this past week in Vegas, they uh, they had they like did their research, I guess, and they had a bunch of Amagong's beers there, including a bunch of take the black stouts. Did they have the Lannister one, the Blondale? No, no. It was just take the black stout. And then Nobody a few has it anymore. They do not have that anymore anywhere. It's weird. Because it's the older one, but you'd think that they would just have it because it's Game of Thrones. I know that we talk about this, uh, the the beers randomly on the show because you and Micah have both tried it a separate time, but you know, I finally got to do it. Let me just say, uh, great shit. Like, damn, like Amagong really killed it. You got basically it's a a collection of chocolate and caramel mm-hmm. concentrates of flavor inside the take the take the black stout, and it's uh. It'll it'll get you. It will definitely get you there to the wall. Aha, but once you get <laughs> there, take and you, you swear to the, the valve, it'll take you to the wall and back. Except when you if you once you make it back, you're a deserter and they'll chop off your head. Did, did either of you guys uh, spill it though when you popped the cork off? A little bit too excited about the fact <laughs> that you were trying it for the first time. No, no, no. You have to be careful though, because I, I can see that happening. Well, Zach, whether you're thankful for the beer uh, or if it's me being thankful for this company. Or if it's Micah being thankful for the camels that are keeping him company in New York when he goes to work every morning, right? It's suffice it's to no say, no way to talk about the people I work. Yeah, with. All right, Eric. <laughs> I'm thankful for Micah's sense of humor. Yeah, you know what? Me too. And after 172 episodes of this podcast, my gosh, uh, I think it's safe to say that that we're thankful for a lot of things, and we have a lot to be thankful for because what we've got. Is really good. We've got each other, guys. We've got all of you listening. We've all got each other. If there was ever some kind of cataclysmic, like if, let's just say hypothetically, um, some evil creatures would come down from Nunavut, north of Canada, and we're trying to take over the continental U.S. and Canada and Mexico, and let's just say you could only kill them with fire or dragon glass, and the world started to end. Hypothetically, I think we could all band together and form a new civilization way out in the east. What do you guys think? Totally. Yeah. No, I I definitely think so. I'm thankful for the radiator in Eric's apartment and also the train and that 
that also goes directly through Eric's apartment. I'm not thankful for that. I am. <laughs> I think I've distanced myself from it now. I can, I can safely admit that I'm not grateful or, or thankful uh, for that. But you know, every place has its quirks. I'm glad that it's just not an oven alarm. So maybe I am thankful. Um, except the oven alarm was kind of a one-time occurrence, and this is an every time it gets cold and then needs to be hotter occurrence. <laughs> But, you know, it happens. Um, apologies to the listeners. I'm thankful for all the listeners, uh, specifically those who have left us five-star reviews on iTunes. Oh. And, uh, I have a few of them here uh, that I would like to read uh, before we uh, go off and uh, eat some turkey. And uh, the first review I want to read comes from SR Potimane, and they say, Goo is a lifestyle. Oh, Ooh. if you are Never a fan of, that way. of the HBO series or a fan of A Song of Ice and Fire books or both, listen to this podcast. You got to put the caps in there, Micah. Come on. You got to convey the message. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I like Crank that. up the bass. Crank up the bass, man. The camaraderie between the hosts is a joy to listen to, and they each bring something different and wonderful to the show. We hate each other, okay? <laughs> it's true. We're done. We're done with this shit. Fuck you, Eric, and your Theon bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how many listeners wish they could say that to my face. We've got so much to talk about regarding that and a lot of your comments in the recent episodes that we'll get to next week after the holiday. Anyway, uh, go on. She goes on to say, it's like having an animated discussion with your friends, complete with the nerdy fandom references, which is perfect for me, as I originally listened to MuggleCast. I truly appreciate all that these goo hosts do. The three episodes a week really helps take some of the pressure off classwork and life in general. So, thanks guys. You have a loyal and long-term fan in me here in the Stormlands of the States, a.k.a. Louisiana State University. The Tigers. Or, uh, yes, go Tigers, yes. or LSU, for those of you playing at home. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal's alma mater. It is. Keep it up, Game of Owns. You are a treasure. <gasps> With a nosy smile face. I love that one. You know, what else is a, you know what else is a treasure? Emoticons. I'm thankful for... Zach, I just saw this emoticon you posted in Skype. It's a pizza that devours itself. I know, slowly right? Slowly into crumbs and then just, <sighs> and then just reappears and does I the know. whole thing again. Could you imagine if real pizza did that? Oh, oh, you'd have to get it while it was there and then not. While it's hot. Oh, I could handle that, all right? I could get it before it disappears. <laughs> I don't know. This is going pretty fast. I might have... <laughs> I might have to put my dancing guy there. All right. To, uh, Just go ahead and put, place your yeah. dancing guy in the window. I will do that as well. Uh, the, uh, the final review for today comes from A Wolf Named Dyer. Uh-huh. And they say, uh-huh. great entertaining podcast. I really enjoy this podcast and rarely, if ever, miss an episode. Love the energy they bring to discussing the books and show it shows how much they love the source material, which is the reason we are all listening anyway. The interplay between the two unsullied hosts and the two sullied is a great combo and lends to some exciting podcast podcasts when things are revealed. Learn to read, Micah. Just in case your S's weren't making any I'm sound. I'm thankful for Micah's sharp S's that I need to yeah. DS later in post. <laughs> um, are your ears bleeding yet, listeners? And a snake. Leads to some exciting podcasts when things are revealed. To the unsullied. Ooh. And a wolf named Dyer does have a suggestion, so we will entertain it and respond accordingly. 
uh, they say, my only humble suggestion would be to occasionally consider doing four or five spoiler casts a year, where maybe Mike and Selena could have some of the Wicknet people on and go really in-depth into some theories and conjectures about the future for those of your listeners who have read all the books. I really think the more in-depth future theories discussion is the is the one and only thing missing from this great podcast. Hmm. You know, we've, we've talked about it before, and but Zach would have to edit, and that wouldn't be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would be sorry. <laughs> That's the reason it hasn't yeah. happened. Let's just stop like, it at that. <laughs> well, I see it as like the TV show. Like the the books are out there, and you can read forward if you want and learn things, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you know what we do on this podcast and on this program is. There's a lot left to discover, and mm-hmm. I see no reason to jump ahead. And you know, just because we're we we want to so badly, you know, I feel like you remember when we got to the Danny episode and how exciting it was. Like, I don't want to miss out on that magic at all, yeah. Because like, I know what it's like to see a fandom go away. I know what it's like, and we all do I know what it's like to see a fandom like dissipate in front of our eyes because everything is there, and it's like. The journey to the end, the journey to the prize is so much fun. I just, it's, it's something that we want to share with all of you guys, like everybody, not only the people that have just read. Everything. Yeah. Plus, if we do an episode like that, it'll be really tough to get people. We'd have to spend five minutes saying, do not listen further on every episode, which, <laughs> which wouldn't, which, cause you know, it's natural to just pick up a podcast and start listening. I mean, I think it, if, especially if you're subscribed to us on iTunes, it syncs to your phone, then it's just there. So it wouldn't be, wouldn't be fair to just kind of show up on somebody's phone with all the spoilers. But say we did those episodes, which appeal to a, you know, a niche group wanting to hear our thoughts on the latest stuff. Um, you know, so they get appealed and then they want to start listening to our show. But oh, wait, we only do one of those episodes every, you know, so often. And in fact, most of the time we're still talking about book two. Uh, so people wouldn't be happy with us, I don't think. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's hard because I think we really set a precedent here where we're going to go about this how we feel is is the right way and it's not always easy and I think I've mentioned this before to sit through all these episodes and and have to be very careful as to what I say because I don't want to tip anybody off or or you know spoil anything and and I think you are a lot a large majority of our listeners have come to really appreciate that because many of them are you know reading with us for the first time and you know they've only or maybe they've just strictly watch the TV show and so you know it it's it's hard i i don't i don't not like the idea of of doing um you know a, a somewhat spoiler based podcast but at the same time you know want to be fair to everybody who listens to the show and you know there's it's inevitable that somebody would download it and listen to it by accident even though there's a million and one spoiler warnings on it. I think no, but Zach brought up a really good point, and you know, the Danny chapter was probably the prime example. And and even when we discuss John, uh, in his last chapter, you know, the the fact that he has the ability to warp into ghost, and yeah. that's not in the TV show. And you know, you kind of come across those things all as a group, and you know, there are going to be things that we, that we come across obviously and and we did so in the Danny chapter there's a lot of that stuff that I don't necessarily remember from having gone through in my first read of the of the series so you know in a way it's kind of new and fresh to me and I think you know going through all that as as a as a group with the hosts as well as the listeners and and reading your responses is is just something that's you know 
it helps make the show what it is. Yeah, I'm very glad that we are a one uh, direction podcast. Or wait, do we podcast about one direction all the time? Yeah, I was just yes, we do. <laughs> we do. Um, no, that's not us. We we've we've kind of talked about other things. There's there's there are ways. How do I say as vaguely as possible? Because I hate to put things out into the world that aren't 100 percent ready to be. What are you trying to say? 100 percent. But basically, what I'm saying is there are, there are other ways that you'll be able to enjoy these kinds of conversations with us or with some of us that may not necessarily go through the conventional Game of Owns feed or be a conventional Game of Owns episode. And, and there's there's more opportunities for interesting interesting things like that to pop out in the future. And you'll probably see uh, more often than not uh, cool stuff like that eventually be features that um, you'll be able to enjoy alongside our show. And that's all coming, obviously, in the future. We're, like, in our minds, we consider Goo to be very young. There's a lot left. There's so much more left in this fandom and in this story to discover. So uh, we just, I mean, not to tie it back to Thanksgiving, but we're thankful that all of you guys are here with us because it's a blast to do with each other. It's true. It's very true. And the next couple chapters that we'll be delving into, just in case you've lost track, will be Catelyn Chapter 7, Theon Chapter 5, and Sansa Chapter 5. We should be getting to those next week and don't forget to do your homework guys you know what i mean like sit in those zones do don't it. be scared do it it's it's a little function that we didn't do on this episode because you know what we gave the own to you guys for listening and yes. hanging out with us this we one's did. for you it is the only free own you will get yeah. so you didn't necessarily earn it i mean <laughs> press the download <laughs> we button are thankful and for you and- <laughs> there are very many uh specific ways that you can contact us and uh my friend eric here is very good at telling you about yes it. how about it zach you tell them Oh, I'll do it. Okay, fine. Let's see if I can do this because I think I've probably done that this right back three times. You. Yeah, I know. You passed it right back like a potato. All right, here we go. All right. Um, let me take a sip of this Take the Black Stout. Hold on. Ooh. Mmm. <laughs> Aromatic. I let the yeast settle. I poured slowly. All right, here we go. All right. You can contact us in a myriad of different ways. Uh, it's kind of like the eyeballs on a fly. You know, if you want to smash a fly, come from above. Death from above. Don't go from the front. Remember that next time you're writing into us at contact at com. That's our email address. That's for those of you that kind of want to put a more personal message, maybe put like a PS and talk about some cool stuff that's happening. Yeah. But in general, Twitter is the kind of place where you would write your more like cool one-liners or, uh, hey, how are you? My dog decided to listen to your podcast today and now he's running for mayor. You know, stuff like that. That's what Twitter is <laughs> meant for and our email address is uh, the longer based formatted kinds of things. But uh, there always is the Facebook wall as well, where we patrol more often than not, very, very regularly. And uh, I think the catchphrase that we've aligned with that is to scrawl on our collective wall. Am yes. I correct in this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do it. Scrawl on our wall, scroll on our, Scrawl on our wall, where uh, we have photographs, uh, comments. It's just fun. And I, I look at this... And it's so heartwarming. It really is. And I see this list of people that I've been commenting on these recent things. And I just have to say, uh, not only do we have a bunch of attractive listeners, everyone's just uh, nice with very flattering profile Instagram photos, but they also are all smart. And I think that everyone listening has a casual new best friend in here somewhere. So don't hesitate to say hello to each other because you all like the same shit. And that's the first step. Wow. That is. So <laughs> once again, and nice, nice work there, Zach. Thank you. No, really, that was good. Um, and we want to say thank you once again for listening to our thankful episode. Uh, thanks filled. Thank, thanks filled. Thankful. Thanks. A thankful, thanks filled episode. Thanks filled. Come on. (laughs) With this, we will catch you guys in the early, 
uh, morning hours of... No, I wouldn't say that. We'll catch you guys next week. I am Eric Skull. I'm Zach Louie. And I'm Micah Tenenbaum. It's turkey time, guys. Uh, Oh, Samuel's here. What's happening? I, this, I'm not at my own house. I think they're getting a phone call. Are you getting beamed Once. up? Guys, I gotta go. I'm getting beamed up into the Enterprise. They need me. <laughs> Thank God they're back. <laughs>